My subject this morning is shelter in place. Let us pray. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Reverend Lisa Hammonds is the pastor of the African American Episcopal Church in Nashville. Last week as I was listening to the mayor of Nashville's conference and update, he invited her to the microphone. She told how that on March the 3rd of this year, the tornado completely destroyed the St. John Church. And she said to the audience that they are dealing with the aftermath of that destruction as well as the effects of the coronavirus, COVID-19. But she quoted Hippocrates, the father of medicine, when he said that desperate times call for desperate measures. And then she said, we have been sheltering in place and we have been practicing safety at home. We have been too. As I read these scriptures, I thought about Jesus who was dealing with the disease and the pressure of all the people coming to him for healing. And then it dawned on me that Jesus actually came into the world to face a pandemic. It's interesting, I think, the derivation of that word. From two words, pan and demos, transliterated as pan, demos, Pond means all. Demos means people. So it means all people. It's global. It's universal. In this case, it affects the whole world. So Jesus came to do that. But as she was talking, Reverend Hammonds spoke five or actually four words that kind of stuck in my heart. And for me at that moment, those four words became words of hope for me. And in those two minutes that she shared there on TV, I felt like I was in the presence of God. And today I would like to take those four words and just comment for a moment as a way of bringing us into the presence of God. The first word was remember. Elvis Presley had a song, some of the words said, I forgot to remember to forget. It's sometimes easy to forget to remember, but not Jesus. When Jesus was there healing, 
And all the people were pressing in on him. He felt the need for some rest and for some solace. And so he went and got into the boat so that he could rest. But when he was in the boat, he went to sleep. And a storm came up on the sea. And those in the boat were terribly frightened and disturbed. But they remembered. They remembered that there was someone in the boat, fairest Lord Jesus, who could indeed calm the storm. They woke Jesus up and Jesus said to the wind, peace, be still. And then he had a conversation with them about faith. Jesus remembered, the people remembered, at this time and in the midst of what we're facing, what could we remember? I think it would be a good thing to remember that we believe that the pandemic and all the difficulties that we are facing did not come from God. Jesus did not bring all of these things upon us. That is a wonderful theological truth that speaks to our hearts this morning. But there's something else to it. Because Paul, speaking to the church at Rome, said in Romans 8 and 28, we know that all things work together for good to those that love the Lord and to those who are called according to His purposes. It's not that all things are good, but God works in all things to bring about good. In preparing for this sermon today, I thought about the word from our own pastor, who has told us many times that when he had cancer, he was fully aware that God did not write his cancer diagnosis. God did not get the credit for inflicting him or upon him this cancer. That could have taken his life. But he did say, and he has said it to us many times, that God was working in the midst of that circumstance to bless him and to bless others. And so today I would like to encourage us to be hopeful in terms of what during these times we are remembering. And then secondly, reach out. Now we may be sheltering at home or somewhere else, and we may be safer at home. But that doesn't mean that we can't reach out. I don't know how many calls and cards and encouraging words I have received from people in this community and actually all across the world. The global pandemic has been faced with a global word of hope. And so we can reach out. We can touch others. And even though we may be in place, we can say an encouraging word. 
I'm amazed again at just how connected we are these days with all of the technology. And so even though we may be sheltered, we are still so very, very connected. And the encouraging word today is to encourage others. Last night, Reverend Touchton sent me a piece of poetry. Actually, it's in prose form. And she said, for some people, what we're going through is a shower. And for some people, it's a storm. And for other people, it's a hurricane. And then the last line of that beautiful piece of writing says, Get involved in someone else's storm. And I think that's a good word. Reach out. The next word, the third word, is refreshment. In Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 12, the prophet speaks of the refreshment that is available. In Job 30 and verse 22, someone there is pleading for relief, and that relief is available. In 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 23, David plays on his instrument for Saul when Saul is vexed and in deep trouble. And we are told in that narrative that that Saul is refreshed. When those early preachers in the book of Acts were speaking to people in changing and trying times, he said times of refreshing are coming. And I remember the words of Jesus, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And then in Exodus chapter 23, and in verse 12, we're told that on the seventh day, God rested and was refreshed. And we're made the same way. That in difficult times, we can find refreshment. And so, the encouraging word today out of this third word is to look for refreshment. And to know that God can breathe into us a hopeful and inspiring word. And then the last word, the fourth word, is revel. Revel means to take delight in something, to celebrate. Uh, Even in trying circumstances, to find something that would bring you joy. Trish and I have enjoyed watching the little animals and the birds at the feeders in the backyard. It's really blessed us to see the way they relate to each other, the way they behave, uh, the kinds of experiences that they have there at that feeder.
And that caused me to think about Jesus' words in the Sermon on the Mount. When he said, the birds of the air are cared for. And even Solomon's glory cannot compare to the glory of the lilies of the field. And it's that experience today that we want to be reminded of. That we can take joy in knowing that God does indeed care for us. Now this morning I don't want in any way to downplay the pandemic or the storms or whatever it is that we may be facing. It's horrible. It's very disconcerting. It's hurtful. It's painful. Uh, We sympathize and send out our love to those who have lost loved ones. To all the medical personnel and our first responders and all who are doing everything they can by the power of God to move through this time. But above all, let's remember Psalm 64 and verse 1 where the psalmist pleads, May I find shelter under your wings. And that would be my prayer for you and for me and for this whole world that under the wings of our heavenly God we can find the shelter that will indeed bless us And give us grace. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your love and your grace. And as we shelter in place, and as we practice safer at home, may you bless us. Help us to move through this time. Empower us to continue to be your witnesses And to know that you indeed love us. For Christ's sake. Amen.